Oh, welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of Eat to the Carpet. And I'm your host, Shadi. I'm Jason, and we've got a special guest host here with us. Oh, yeah. I'm here. All right. What's your name? My name is Sam. I run a significantly smaller and less influential, well, I help run a much smaller and less influential metal podcast called From the Pit with a couple of my buddies out of New Jersey. I don't want you to short sell this, man. You guys are doing a fucking good thing. You guys are running it every week. You guys are staying busy. New bands every week. That's a lot of work. Yeah, we. Yeah, it is a lot of work. Oh, God, like it's too much for us. <laughs> we can barely handle once a month. So not only do I have to do the regular show, I also have to do like a bonus segment with the rest of the guys, and I also do to do a bonus segment of my own. So it's a lot yeah. of shit to keep up with. That's a to lot. be honest. So don't short sell that shit, man. <laughs> I'm trying not to. But yeah, I listen to it all the time. I, I've been listening to guys for a while. And so uh, anybody out there who's n- who hasn't checked them out needs to. I just want to say how much I appreciate that. Like I love I love and appreciate anyone and everyone who listens to my show. Even the people who hate my guts, which I'm sure there's at least a couple. <laughs> I mean, I, I, knew as, I knew as soon as I said that I hated Slaughter of the Soul that at least a couple, of the, a couple people out there Wait. would... Yeah. But why is he on? Yeah. What? Why is yeah. he on? Yeah, why? Sam. So you got you, the three of us on here. Slaughter of the Soul is like one of those those That's albums. That's like telling man. a Christian that you hate Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh no, I'm just I'm sick of hearing about it, and I think it's like one of the least creative albums they've ever done. What's that? I think we're breaking up, Sam. Oh, looks like that. Oh, uh, yeah. it's dropping right there. No, I, I I have a I have a lot of contentious opinions. I mention them fairly frequently on my own show you know what? which you can find at fthepit.com by the way no that's sam that's why i like it man you're fucking crazy um <laughs> i also <laughs> just speak, i don't you speak your I mind don't care no you yeah, speak your, exactly you speak your mind and that's what i appreciate and that's what uh hmm. makes it interesting man so that's what we do somebody. here we never we never really agree so we're, we're cool with uh different opinions we all have fucking crazy differing opinions on this cast so we've got uh stan stan i'll be here in a few um cool. He's uh, still still trying to breastfeed his baby, and uh, so by the time he figures out he can't do that, hopefully he'll call us up. Well, I was about to ask: Is he the one doing the breastfeeding? Because if so, yeah, good for him. He's it's trying. Very progr- it's very progressive. Yeah, he's trying. He, that's what he said. You know, he's trying. You know, no difference gender wise, and he's just really trying to make it a equal partnership, him and his wife. And so, as soon as he figures out he can't, he'll call us up. So we'll be good. So before we go too far, let's uh, go ahead and break down this uh, episode.
So that breakdown right there was from... Yeah, what uh, was that gem, Jason? <laughs> that Tell was pretty us. fucking ignorant. Yeah, that was uh, from the band Cult Leader, and that's the track Craft of Mourning. I, you know, I actually found out about Cult Leader after a band that a couple of their members were in, I also discovered, called Gaza. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I remember good my good buddy Jake introduced me to Gaza a while ago. Then I found out about Cult Leader later. After a buddy of mine was like, hey, you cuck, go listen to fucking Cult Leader if you like them. I'm like, okay. And then I did. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I listened to their last album a little bit. A couple of our listeners were putting us on to it. And I remember being really heavy. And yeah, I didn't didn't check out. I didn't check out the last one, but I have heard uh, because the rest of the guys on my show have been. We've been talking about Cult Leader pretty frequently lately. And I feel like with with all with all the with all the hype surrounding the new album i feel like i should probably go back and at least like peep some of their older stuff yeah i can't comment a lot on it except for the fact that i know it's metallic hardcore it's very heavy they really a lot of emphasis on just the fucking heavy grooves but this new one is interesting um i i really like it it's it's just it's a weird mix it's about 50 percent heavy metallic hardcore like that grinding speeds at times i mean it's very punishing at times but then it'll break in like three tracks in all of a sudden you've got the singer just it completely goes into like mellow clean singing um like a, almost like a crooning like a deep baritone kind of vocal yeah well i mean at its core at its core music is supposed to be dynamic and that's obviously the the members of cult leader obviously understand that yeah no but then you know what though and i appreciate that because that's what's that's what i like about it and then it's also what I'm a little unsure about just because it's hard when to know when to put it on. Because if you're in the mood to just kind of have your head smashed in, you put it on and then all of a sudden you get a couple songs in and you get into more of a mellow vibe. And then it'll break back into like a heavy for a couple songs and it'll go into full clean songs for a minute. So it's like what I like about it is also what, I, what I'm what i not sure on yet. But I really actually, it's a really fucking good album is what I'm going to say. I'm trying to figure out what I think about the sequencing of the songs. It's it's I've never really heard an album that goes so hard and then just completely switches, does a 180, goes clean, and then like goes right back into it, and it does it multiple times. It's I give them I give them points for the balls to do it because it's fucking you don't hear something like that every day. So, Shadi, you like yeah. it too? Yeah, I enjoyed that breakdown. Um, I haven't listened to them they haven't been on my radar so i mean the breakdown makes me want to listen to it but i don't know man you're talking about cleans and this and that and i mean you you kind of like teased me with that fucking breakdown so yeah Yeah. hey man don't don't be driven off by the clean stuff man just like like i said earlier music is supposed to be dynamic it's worth it's worth giving it a shot yeah wait wait till i one of my picks in a little bit there's plenty of cleans i don't it's not that it's just when it's i don't know man i guess it's it has to be a certain i just gotta listen to it i I shouldn't say anything more i guess i just need to listen so it's worth a shot yeah all right so shoddy break it down okay so uh we're gonna real quick go into what we're listening to and then uh the rest of the episode is going to be dedicated to discussing finnish death metal so fucking um, wait yeah, that's <laughs> that's why we have our our, our friend Sam on. Um, <laughs> he has uh, suggested some bands, some highlights. We'll go into those and then uh, talk about some of the little shit we know about uh, Finnish death metal. So, who wants to start us off with what you're listening to? Um, I guess I will if you're okay, okay with that. Yeah, yeah, shoot. Uh, I have a band from Israel 
that I've been following for a couple of years now. And I've been waiting, I think, f- just about five years since the release of their last EP. And they just dropped a new one a couple of weeks ago. They are an Israeli band called Kever. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. It's spelled mm-hmm. K-E-V-E-R. Mm-hmm. And they dropped an EP called Primordial Offerings. And especially the the, the single that they dropped from that EP uh, before its release, Back from the Netherworld, has been on pretty much on... Con- that whole EP has been on constant rotation at my house for the past week and a half, ever since I bought it. And apparently they're coming out with uh, CD and vinyl releases next year, so I can't fucking wait to get the fucking... Uh, to get the CD of that. Yeah. I absolutely can't wait. Well, let's check it out. So we're doing Back from the Netherworld? Yes, we are. Dude, <laughs> that started fucking strong, man. Those fucking rips at the beginning. What do you mean it started strong? It stays strong. It stays strong, but it fucking started strong, man. That had me right from the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's kind of what Kever are good at, though. I mean, every single track on both of their EPs is just it kind of just grabs you by the throat and it just throws you off a cliff right from the start. And it just yeah. never stops, man. It's just the experience. I mean, the interesting thing about Kever is that none of their riffs are... They they don't need to be particularly complex. They're a very straightforward band in terms of their <clears throat> in terms of their riffs. But I mean, they also have a pretty pretty strong sense of melody and some pretty mm-hmm. cool, interesting structures. It always stays kind of fresh. It never none of their stuff gets boring at any point, which is something I can't really say for a lot of bands. Uh, you know, dredging the you know, very bottoms of band camp like I do every week, trying to find something worthwhile. I know what you mean, man. Especially with this style of death metal, you got to have something interesting or at least do it fucking real good. And from what I'm hearing there, they're fucking or doing pretty what, good. What you have to do, um, I think one of my biggest problems with uh, a lot of bands that I find is a lot of bands think that just throwing a bunch of uh, outside genre influences on top of metal 
is going to make it innovative and is going to make it different. And I find that that's generally not the case. Uh, I don't, I don't really think that that helps. I don't really think that that makes anything interesting. What I do think is that when you go back to the basics, when you just take the meat and potatoes of what metal is, which is riffs, intensity, and just uh, kind of an, an, an air of mystery and insanity. And when you, when you take that and when you build upon it, when you play around with it and when you kind of manage to make it your own, like when you play with structure, when you play with harmony, uh, I mean, that's, that's where the really good stuff comes out. And, you know, Kever are, Kever seem to have struck that perfect balance where they kind of make, I mean, obviously you can tell they listen to stuff like deicide and morbid angel and suffocation, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, they, they kind of just sound like themselves. I could back that man. They're, they're just fucking putting the right spin on it. And shout out to, uh, Stephanie Degassi, Degassi, I forget, uh, one of our listeners, Patreon supporters, because she sent us this album a little while ago, and I did get a chance to listen to it like once or twice, and and it is fucking great. So yeah, they're they're playing pick, death man. metal the way it should be played. Yeah, like there's Good no there's no compromises, there's no watering down, there's no. It's like oh hey let's uh let's throw some shoegaze onto this, and maybe that'll <laughs> maybe people will think we're being innovative by doing that. No, it's just like this is metal. Like it's a prime, it's a primordial offering. That's what we're looking for, man. Especially since we don't have <laughs> yeah. sand bringing us something dirty. We got something right here. Johnny, what do you have for us, man? Uh, we can go a complete fucking contrast from what we just listened to, or you can get some I want more a hard shit. No, I want a contrast. You want a contrast and fucking pick track one then. Okay. S E one. opposite who was that man I know. it sounds familiar yeah so that's the new hawken album vector oh. i know i brought them up back a couple of years ago when affinity came out yeah. um yep. there's like that fucking like 80s ish section remember that i remember yeah. bringing into the cast yep. i don't i really liked that album so when this album came out this year i thought that i'd listen to it that was puzzle box i believe it's the second 
uh, single that they released. I don't know, man. It's it's a short album. It's only 45 minutes. But I mean, if you're looking for, it does get harder too. I mean, that song was like seven minutes long. They're just yeah. like a very, it's like, you know, prog metal. They just really know how to, I mean, there's not really, it's like I was alluding to before. This is, I don't think he screams at all. It's kind of some of that more growlish mm-hmm. talking that he does. It's more of the, I guess that's the only hard shit from vocal wise that you're going to get from him. But I don't know. Musically, though, I think it's a beautiful album. It's only 45 minutes. Do um, they... I've only gotten through it a couple times. I really need to listen to it more. But I really, really, really enjoyed what I heard. Do they do any more of the like? Uh, do they do more of like the 80s stuff for, like that they did in the last album, or is it? Yeah, dude. This it's like that's a thing. Is it's like another like level of what they were doing in the last album. Okay. Like it's just more like. I don't want to say that they're like. It's like a. The dude said that it was kind of like a rock opera. It was kind of like the concept behind the album. So, I mean, there's like this story behind it that you can go and read about this doctor and this affinity that he has with this patient or whatever. I was trying to read a little bit about the interview and then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it there's yeah there's an instrumental track where they do a lot of awesome shit. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, man, that sounds like the 80s shit still. Okay. That's, that's that was a strong what I theme. loved about that one. Yeah, I mean, that's still in this, you'll like, yeah, there's tones that, it's not, I guess, as bright as that last album was. This mm-hmm. this album sounds a little bit darker at times, but I do like it. Okay. So, Sam, have you heard this? I have no fucking clue who this band is. Like, I was about to ask, like, what what is this band called again? Okay, so, uh, Hawken, or Hacken, I don't know, they're they're a British band. Oh, uh, um, H-A-K-E-N. H- is it spelled- yeah, uh, Hacken, or Hacken, Haken. yeah, yeah, Hacken, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know how, exa- I've, I've heard the name, but mm-hmm. I remember, like, I've seen the name around, I just never really, like, felt any inclination to go listen to them. Yeah, I mean, I heard, like I said, man, it was two years ago when Affinity came out. Um, I heard a track. It was uh, called 1985. So it was kind of like a throwback to that era. Honestly, when you throw it on, the song's like nine minutes long. It honestly just, I mean, I wasn't a child during the, I mean, I was little during the 80s. 85, I wasn't even conceived yet. I was born in 88. So I don't know what that felt like. Oh, so was I. All the movies and shit that I've watched is what it, you know, seems like the 80s would have been like. There's a beautiful (laughs) instrumental area. It's just a nice album, I guess, as a whole. So it just breaks up all this sludge and dirt metal that we listen to all the time. Would you say it's as good as a last or same better worse i don't know man like i just i've only listened to it like three times and it's a 45 minute album and i just listened to it all the way through so okay the other one i listened to religiously because i loved it that much like i don't know if it was just i listened to it at the right time or some shit i don't know i I mean i'm not saying that i'm not going to listen to this one more i just don't want to make that call yet Mm -hmm. so all right all right well uh i think we got to bring it back to the fucking dirty Oh, yeah. depths right now and uh we're gonna go into the finnish caverns for this one Ooh. the finnish uh... <laughs> in case any of you ever were confused and thought that sweden had perfected death metal they they didn't <laughs> we'll get to did. that argument in a minute but let's uh let's <sighs> go ahead and click oh which it should be just jd clip
anyways, it was Hooded Menace. That's from their most recent album. Came out earlier this year. God, it might have even been fucking like right in the spring. But it's called, I'm going to try here, Ossuarium Silhouettes Unhallowed. Something of that nature. And uh, they're a Finnish death doom band. They've been around a while. At least 10, 12 years, something like that. Maybe more. And um, five, at least probably five or so albums out. I haven't listened to them a whole lot, but I did really try to check them out a little more after this album came out. You know, they had they had a change in vocalists. The, the old one I really liked. He had some even deeper vocals that I might prefer, but I really like this album. It's it's definitely just death doom, but there's a lot of fucking weight to it. Some twisted melodies, atmosphere, and it's got some just big fucking riffs, man. Yeah, I um, I've always felt kind of neutral about Hooded Menace. I don't love them. I don't dislike mm-hmm. them. Every every time I've heard them, I've always been like, yeah, this is fine. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever felt like any great desire to like delve super far into their catalog. But you know, they're they're pretty cool. Like if somebody throws on Hooded Menace, like if I'm hanging out at their place, I'll be like, yeah, that's cool. I dude, I enjoyed it. It was a little slow, mm-hmm. but I mean, I started to get into it a little bit. I mean, it wasn't as sludgy as you know you've some of the shit you've brought me in the past. So yeah, they mix I it liked up, it, man. I just, yeah, it, it's, I don't think you really would like it too much. It is slow, you know, for I the mean, most part, I, it was only a minute and a half. So, yeah. I mean, I was feeling it right now, but like, it's hard to judge off of the, the little clip I listen yeah. to. I mean, they're like nine or 10 minute songs. I mean, they're long, you know, and they uh, build. And by the time it gets to this part here, it's, it gets really, it's slow and it builds. And then all of a sudden you get into these like more crushing riffs and it's the second half. It really just like comes together and it's just a fucking good, it's a good track and it's a good album. But I guess I'm not the biggest death doom fan, but if you can throw some good crushing riffs in there and make it at least those, those big, if you can make those big slow parts count, then I'm in. Cause if you're going to drag me along in the mud for like five minutes, you got to at least give me something at the end. And I think they can do that. Okay. All right. You guys ready for the return of Stan the Man? Bring him yes, back. Bring him <laughs> back. <laughs> Stan, are you here? What's up, boys? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> We've missed you. Yeah, there he is. I missed you guys too. I was actually kind of excited Shotty, today. Me and Shotty trying it's to carry the, first the fucking time. cast. <laughs> yeah, it's been a... It's been a journey, that's for sure. What's uh, what's going on with this little uh, offspring of yours? Oh, she's she's a fucking angel. She's so good. Yeah, I hear I hear you've been attempting uh, breastfeeding. No, <laughs> no <thanks. laughs> I don't know who told you that. <laughs> well, I won't name names, but you know, it didn't work. It didn't yeah, you guys don't want to get anyone in trouble here. Yeah, you guys got the pleasure to meet her last week. Yeah, she was yeah, uh, throwing up devil horns already. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm glad to inform you guys that she's a metalhead. It's uh, oh boy, there's a couple CDs uh, like uh, Insomnium Winter's Gate. That's her favorite CD so far. But uh, there's only a couple. There's a couple CDs. That's the only thing that will calm her down sometimes. I mean, she's a good baby, but there's she's got her moments, and the metal's been helping. Yeah. See, I have a good. I have a good feeling about my nephew because my, my nephew is three and a half years old. And the last couple times he's been at my house, he's been like super interested in my guitars. So I'm starting to think that like, like maybe one of these days he'll like want to learn how to play and I'll just like start 
I'll just start start yeah. teaching him Gorgut's riffs or something. <laughs> like, it's like it's like uh, it's like okay, buddy. Like now I'm gonna teach <laughs> I'm gonna teach you how to play Waste of Mortality. Don't tell your dad where you learned it. Fuck the Deep Purple. Let's just go into Gorgut's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fuck. Oh God. Sammy, I want to play Smoke on the Water. No, Gorgut's. No, no. <laughs> Actually, I I scored original CD prints of the first two Gorgut's albums for 10 bucks a piece from some fucking guy in a guitar group I was in. That was like, well, he, not only that, but he sold me an original, uh, edition of carcasses heartwork and, uh, cancers, the sins of mankind. And you know how much he asked me for all four of those? Like $33 Jesus. was like, dude, you just gave like some of these go for like a hundred dollars plus. I mean, I didn't say anything, obviously. I'm just like, <laughs> cool chris i'll take him here's my money i'm just like uh, nice i kind of just scammed this guy but all right you guys ready for some finished fucking death metal no i'm i'm never not ready <laughs> okay finish death metal we have not uh i don't know if we've i don't think we've talked about too much finished death metal at least not from the 90s so i think it's time we dive into it a little bit so i want to kind of start and we'll start with you sam since um I know you know your fucking. Uh, I know you know your finished stuff. So if you could give, I've 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 been learning a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I will say that's kind of been a fascination of mine re- this year too. So I thought it was it was time to do this, Stan. I'm sure you kind of have a grasp on it with your fucking. Yeah, research. I'll get into it. Yeah. So let's start off with just like Sam. What would you say would be like the main defining features of Finnish death metal, at least compared to maybe. Swedish or Florida, New York, or just U.S. Whatever. Oh man, see. Oh man, that's a. I got oh, it. I got it. Question. I got it. Okay, let's hear it. All Stan. right, Stan, go ahead. Fucking heavy, but I'm not talking the brutal way. This this shit is like some of the most heavy. It's not like that in your face, like you know. It's like a wall sound. of sound heavy. Not like the not the modern like heaviness like not like a dying fetus heavy. This is like fucking like bass heavy and like dirty like filthy. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, it's very clean and very you know thought of, and it's a it's definitely got its own qualities to it. You know, you know. I think I can actually add something to this. After all, uh, for a lot of Finnish death metal, there's a sense of there's a sense of it being ominous. There's a much sort of there's, Oh man, there's just such a pitch black, there's uh, a creepy esoteric vibe. There's an atmosphere to, a to it. Finnish yes. death metal there. Yeah. Atmosphere, atmosphere would be the base term to describe it. Yeah. But I mean, one of the bands we're going to talk about today, uh, Ripikulu. Oh my God, man. Like you want to talk about heavy. I, f- I believe that the uh, Musta Ceremonia, uh, one of their EPs, maybe one of the heaviest things ever recorded because that it just bottoms out whenever you're like, it is just so heavy that like the amount of low end present in not only them, but in a lot of Finnish death metal in general is just, it's astonishing how heavy these bands can get. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's a level of heavy that I feel most bands have been trying to capture for a while, but don't quite nail. I don't know. There was there was just a magic to a lot of those bands that is is hard to recapture. I feel like if I had to say it, and I, I feel like Finland doesn't have the same overall sound that like say Sweden has. Where Sweden, you kind of know it when you hear it, just because well, of the guitar tone and 
you know, the riffing and that sort of thing. Finland, I feel like, doesn't quite have such a unifying sound, but there is this like aspect of everything's kind of fucked and like kind of weird. Not everything, but a lot of that old death metal. There, I mean, the obvious example is Demolik, but there's a lot of weird shit going on. Whether it's a weird production or like one of you guys said, ominous kind of a vibe. Everything's a little bit more off kilter than say, you know, Florida death metal or even just like the Swedish death metal. There's this, there's this other kind of thing to it. And I, I know we'll get into it with some of these bands, but it's it's not like that same kind of unified sound that some other places have, in my mind. Shadi, have you ever dipped into it at all? Uh, not really, man. I was trying to like, before this episode, like dig through my discography and see like what finished shit I had. And I mean, it was really just like the highlights that you put at the bottom there. I mean, I'm yeah. only real, really familiar with, you know, Morris and, and Insomnium and then Amorphous. I mean, I couldn't honestly find anybody else that was yeah. hailing from the region of Finland. Well, that's why I wanted to kind yeah, of so do this too, because it's it's definitely the most, probably the least known of like the old school death metal. You know, everybody knows the Florida scene and the Sweden scene, but Finnish is kind of like where you go after. Like when you're kind of like, okay, I've heard everything else. What the hell, what else, what is this Finland <laughs> shit? So, you know, I feel like Finland is all, is almost like, that's like the death metal master class. That's like that. You, like you gotta, you gotta work and earn your way up to that. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. You can't just give this to someone right off the bat. Yeah, you can't. You can't give somebody albums like Nespeth right off the bat no. and expect. Like, I mean, there are there obviously might be people out there who could hear songs off an album like that and just immediately connect with them, but not a whole lot. No, I, I wouldn't imagine there are a whole lot of people who could just be like thrown into that. I mean, I don't care. I, I don't ease people into music anymore. I just throw them whatever I like. And I'm just like, whatever. Like, like, uh, Ivan, Ivan Drogo from fucking, uh, Rocky is just like, if he dies, he dies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my attitude towards introducing people to music. Now, Stan, do you have anything more on the Finland like sound or no? Um, I think, well, I think the, the one that hits you right. The obvious one is the vocals. So if you compare it to, okay, Sweden doesn't have pretty, they don't have really brutal vocals at all. You know, like we said before, they have more like a hardcore-ish kind of, you know, yelling, screaming, Mm -hmm. you know, screaming your bloody guts out instead of like being brutal as fuck, you know. So, but I I know New York death metal has a lot of that, you know, Frank Mullen and stuff. But I mean, this takes it to a different level a lot. (laughs) And we're not just talking about Demilic. We're talking about a couple of these bands are just like fucking brutal when they're, when they're singing. And yeah. I, that's the one obvious thing to me. All right. So off that, we might as we've already talked about it like three or four times. We've already brought it up. So let's just let's start with Demolik. I feel like that's I feel like you gotta start there. It's one of the most cult finished death metal albums. It's got a lot of, it's gotten some attention recently. I know they just recently toured the US and um I feel like a lot of people are kind of catching on, being that a lot of bands are are pulling from it these days.
Uh, Demolic are at their very core to me, a complete and total bizarre musical aberration that I think even people when this, when, when Nesbeth first dropped, I think just about nobody who heard it, at least not from what I've seen and read knew what the fuck to make of it. And I think a lot of people even today still don't. And my thoughts on the other hand, I mean, because when I first when I first heard Nesbeth a couple of years ago, I also was not quite sure what to make of it. I just didn't I didn't quite know what I was hearing. But then all of a sudden I came back to it about a year and a half ago. And now I would consider it one of the most essential metal albums of all time. Like if I were to make a top 10 metal albums, it would easily make that list. It is bizarre. It is just completely overwhelming it is twisting it never stays in one place for very long and it sounds frankly like nothing else that came before it i mean demolic blazed their own path and they did something all pretty much entirely different and those things to me are like the signs of a truly great and deserving band and even if you don't like demolic sound which is absurd to me i don't see how anyone couldn't they at the very least deserve your utmost respect because the the experimentation they've done with time signatures, with melody, with song structure, just with music in general, uh, managing to put their own stamp on not only metal, but music in general, like that's a hard thing to do because Demolic sound like Demolic. They don't sound like anyone else. I mean, there are a couple of bands who've kind of adopted that style like Cathillist. Cathillist have done a decent job of that. But man, Demolic's sound is just one of a kind and it's got it's such it's become such an inspiration to me. And I just I can't fucking get enough of it. I am never not in the mood to listen to Demolic. Stan, how familiar are you with Demolic? So yeah, I've been I listened to the CD first time was probably about a year, year and a half ago. Pretty recent. Not as recent as some of these actually, but I'd listened to it, but I was in the right I was in the right mindset. I was getting more into extreme death metal, so it didn't like didn't throw I didn't get scared by it. So and I just recently went back to it, you know, more for this episode. But I mean it's just it's fucking disgusting. I mean, that's all I got to say about this <laughs> album. It's like in a good way, yep. but it's disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely for everything from the guitar riffs to the drumming to the obviously the vocals, like it's just yeah, disgusting. I mean, Stan pretty much hit the nail on the head. It was fucking disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much I enjoyed it, I guess. Okay, that's I weird because I mean, I, I, out of all the things we're talking about, this is definitely the most techie, you know, more downshotties road. It was just, though, I don't know. It's not that I didn't like it, man. I just need to listen to it again. I listened to it literally only once, mm-hmm. one time through, and I feel like I was slapped in the face. To be fair, it's a lot to digest. Yeah, like, like I seriously, like, I mean, all I can remember was filth. I don't know that I actually latched on to any <laughs> of the technical stuff that you're talking about. So, yeah, I mean, it was one time through, man. Like I said, I feel like I got in a car wreck, and then I just got <laughs> thrown out, but I wasn't touched. And then I just remember being like, what the fuck happened? But I mean, I definitely <laughs> want to listen to it again. I just that's I feel I like I got next thrown time into a you blender. listen to it, uh huh. Like sit down, listen to it with some headphones in or whatever, and just think about the time that it came out. And okay, I think it was in the '93 is what I wrote down. And just like think about what other death metal bands were doing. Like you know, you had Entomb going into like Wolverine Blues and Carcass going into. Okay. 
death Heartwork. was put on human, you know. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got Demolik going the opposite, <laughs> going with the most fucked up vocals that you could possibly do. And then also like they're not in, they're not adding in any like rock elements or, or or accessible features. They're going into like other dimensions with their riffs and just being about as weird as you can possibly be. But at the same time, they're they're lining it with like grooves, you know, constant grooves to where they can they can rein it in. Like it's it's fucking out there, interdimensional, just insane riffs and and stuff you've never heard before. But it's almost like they're constantly focusing on a groove to make it actually work. And that's where I think it's like masterclass death metal album. Yeah, like I said, man, I'll definitely listen to it again, and I'll put those goggles on when I do. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just need okay. some more time. So, Shadi, here's one thing I want you to remember. And also, this goes for anyone out there listening who has not heard Demolik's Nesbeth album or is not familiar with this band in general. It might not sound like it if you're just getting into it, but there is, like, I mean, it's 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 completely esoteric and strange to me, but there is a method to Demolik's madness. Like, it's there. It's buried but it's definitely there i mean like when i'm when i'm listening to this i can tell these are guys who know what they're doing they know where they're going it's just that the rest of us can't even like comprehend it Mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly what i mean like with the they like they pair it with grooves and and not structure per se but they really yeah it's not just chaos it's measured chaos you know yeah, it is extremely interestingly structured. Mm-hmm. That is honestly one of the most outstanding features about Demolik's music is their experimentation with structure. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so we'll go. Let's go from Demolik and let's, uh, which is you know an early '90s classic, and then you've got another one on here from a band called Slugathor, who I hadn't heard before this, oh. so I was kind of glad you brought in something a little more current. Since I think the rest that we picked are all uh, old school bands, so um, give us a quick like one minute brief on what Slugathor was about. Fucking heavy, motherfucking heavy. That is the best way to describe Slugathor as a band. If I sound like I'm getting a little too intense here, I don't <laughs> care because intense. it matches the music. No, dude. No, that is the thing about Slugathor's music. There's there's not a lot of nuance. There's no subtlety to this. It is just fucking bludgeoning shit just absolutely pummeling monolithic mammoth riffs just that in fact that's the only way i can describe slugathor as a band they are just an absolute fucking monolith not to be fucked with
Stan, I know you said you were going to check them out because it's something you read. What yeah. uh, What did you think about it? Well, I actually got the article right here. They said this article it was uh it was actually pretty good like introduction. It was uh the toilet of hell mm-hmm. site. They did a you know intro to finish death metal, and they said it was oh I've seen that article. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's got a lot of bands and stuff cool to check out. But they said it was like uh the bolt thrower of Finland. Uh, that is an extremely apt comparison. And I get what they're saying. I get what you're saying. Like it's. I, li- I liked it. I liked the groove. I liked the, you know, it was in your face. Was it anything special? No, not to me. I mean, it wasn't, oh. it wasn't like, it didn't have you that. Are fucked. I'm, I'm not saying it's not good. Don't get all intense <laughs> on me, you know, but you, you know, you know what I'm saying though? It wasn't anything special. It was solid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would I listen to it again? Of course. But actually, that was one of the albums that I actually enjoyed listening ah. to which one did you check out by the way uh hold was on, it unleashing t- the slugger uh, oh unleashing the sluggathron yeah, yeah yeah that's the one yep yep see that's a great one but honestly to me it comes in second to circle of death like honestly circle of death may be one of another one of the heaviest albums ever recorded like it's just oh see here's the thing i do think that sluggathor are something special i think they were something extremely special because at the time they came around, death metal wasn't, that wasn't like the popular thing to play. And they started like in the early 2000s when death metal was very much in a drought. You know, no, nobody wanted to hear the shit like that. And, you know, of course, Slugathor come along with albums like Unleashing the Slugathron and Circle of Death. And they're just like, we don't care. Like, we're, we're going to play death metal the way it should be played. Like Tommy Gronkvist, uh, who, by the way went on to form another excellent band called Desecracy, who I highly suggest you all check out. Uh, yeah, they came along. They're just like, no, like, we don't care what's popular. We're just going to play fucking nasty, heavy-ass, like, bolt-thrower-esque death metal. Yeah, so that was that was going to be what I was going to say, is I, di- I like this band, and, th- and that's the only album I listened to because it was the only one I could find online, you know, coming up to this episode. But I will say Desecracy is what I kept thinking in the back of my head because I do know the connection. And that is, that's the band that I kind of go to more just because I feel like the bolt thrower vibes are higher there. And that's my bread and butter. I do not have a preference between the two bands. I listen to both bands for different reasons. They both, they both fulfill a particular need that I have. And both of them do it equally well. I can't pick a band between the two of them. I hear you. All right. So then we've got, a big one. Let's go. Let's go with another one of the bigger on this list here, and one of my other definitely top three from Finland. This one is uh, Convulse, specifically their album Ooh, "World Without God." Good pick.
This one for oh, me. Dude, this is the only CD I didn't get a chance to listen to. Okay, oh, you fucked. all right, that's You're all right. Fucked up. <laughs> 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 Let's stand. Did you like? You like this then? You know oh, this album? Okay. Well, do I know this album? Uh, <laughs> okay. So I bought I bought a lot of CDs off of uh, you know, guy was selling like you know, it was twenty CDs, death metal. It was probably three three four years ago it was you know cannibal corpses and it was like when i was starting to get into death metal so i had vader and you know that kind of stuff and then this gem was just stuck in there and oh, really i remember listening to it at first i was like okay this is a little dirty this is like you know i was listening to cannibal corpse and vader you know the clean <laughs> death metal so this was a little dirty and then i just picked it up randomly like two years ago and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> and you know i fucking love this album ever since then i mean this is the one I didn't have to listen to going up this episode, but, you know, I listen to it every fucking morning, you know? <laughs> Dude, it's just... I, this is when I... I don't know what it is about it. I feel like it's a good example of, like, the Finnish sound because it does have those kind of, like, lower, more disgusting vocals like you were talking about, Stan. Mm-hmm. But like, but really good. Not, like, as low as, like, Demolik, obviously, but fucking low no. vocals that fits the music. And they would, know would, how to like slow it down. Like like I like when they're going fast, but then once they slow it down on like it'll hit so hard with just like those huge crushing riffs. And that's like my favorite thing about it is like they know how to vary it up. They go from oh, of course. old school death metal. They know they those, know how to rein it in. They do, like, dude. And it just when it hits That it is hits. an important element, like of any band really. Like knowing when to rein it in and knowing when to like crash right back into it is important super super important yeah the the thing i love about this album though it is so simple though Mm -hmm. i mean the riffs are they're very simple it's very simple structure to the songs you know almost traditional but they make it sound not like that you know does that make sense to you guys yeah no 100 it's complex but it's not it's very simple yeah. Well, you can have simple structures, but if your riffs are creative, I mean, that'll that's make a, it sound cr- fresh. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, agree. the riffs, goddamn the riffs. That's what it is, man. It's just a professionally, it's a professional sounding album. I mean, right down to like the production on it, the fucking intros and outros and all that shit. I mean, it just has the full complete package. It does not sound like it was cheaply thrown together. You know, it's like, I have a hard time deciding my favorite finished death metal albums, but Demolik and this are like kind of right right fucking there this was not even just finished this was a top 10 death metal album you know it probably still yeah. is i can't say it's not i mean i listen you know i got into a lot more stuff but i mean up until this episode i think this was yeah the best finished one but there might have been one coming up shit a little <laughs> foreshadowing <laughs> well, yes solid choice i yeah. mean world world without god is not like my favorite finished death metal album, but it is absolutely an essential one all the same. Like anyone who talks to you about finished death metal and does not at least mention this album and recommend it, I feel is making a mistake. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right, let's go to another one here. And Sam, you already mentioned this one. So let's start with you again on this. This is uh rip Is that how you say it? Yeah. I, well, I believe that's how it's said. Good enough. I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry if I offend any of the Finnish listeners.
if I could describe Ripikulu's sound, it would be bottom heavy. Like the very definition of bottom heavy, because the low end, especially on the EP we're talking about today, Musta Ceremonia, the low end on that album is just absurd. Like, especially if you're listening through like headphones, be careful because you might blow them out. Dude, that's why it sounded like such shit in my car. Like, <laughs> I had the remastered version, and I was like, why does this sound fucking horrible? It was just, like, very bottom-heavy, and I remember thinking, like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm just driving to work <laughs> listening to this shit, but yeah, all right, that explains it. Thank you. I know how to EQ it now, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what did you think of, like... <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the sound? Because I was thinking, like, this is probably one you're not going to be into. It's another Death Doom type of sound. But see, this the thing is, I don't. I mean, I was a little tired when I was listening to it, so I didn't mind it at all, man. Like, okay. I was, I was kind of enjoying it. But aside from like the quality, so yeah. I don't know if it was like my shit, if I got a bad rip or what, what was going on. But that explains it. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, that, well, that's that's possible. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, for for an album that's so that's so extreme on the low end of things in general having having a bad rip of that would honestly make things even worse but uh yeah i actually love the i love the fucking sound of this ep or whatever really? it is demo or it's so good well uh, i'm actually looking at their metal archives page and it's actually a demo yeah that's but it's also clean but it's dirty it's very dirty and i mean i think so my thoughts on this band this is i the first time i listened to this was this week you know for this episode so it's very exciting to get all this new stuff, and this was one of those ones I was very excited about. But I mean, for the fan, like the new school fans that are getting into this old school death metal, you know, the, the people that really like the dirty stuff, they're gonna love this album, you know, just because the sound it's just it's right up my alley with this like the dirty death, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it's fucking just a killer. And it is killer pretty demo. in line with kind of what you would think for a Finnish death doom yeah. fuck demo. You know, it's very cavernous and. In mm-hmm. low end, like Sam said, and it, it definitely feels like it could come from Finland. It wasn't my, yeah, my um, it wasn't my favorite on the list, but again, that's more just a taste thing. I really liked what they were doing. I appreciated it, and I thought they were doing it really, really fucking well. It's just I'm very rarely am in the am in the mood for something death doom in that realm. So it's just a taste thing. But I thought see, it was fucking really good. See, here's my thing. Um, I have pretty much given up on Doom entirely. Like, Amen, the, brother. The, the, yeah, the number of times <laughs> the number of times I've actually wanted to listen to Doom in the past year could probably be counted on two hands. Like, especially Stoner Doom. Like, can Stoner Doom just die already? Can that whole <laughs> style just go away and not come back? Like for me, like the final straw was the new Sleep album, which took the cake as the most boring and pointless <laughs> and meandering album that I've heard all year. Like it was just, God, it was so dull. But yeah, see, here's the thing: if you're gonna play Doomy, make it sound like like what Doom itself as a concept would sound like. Doom as in like the end of all things. The crushing realization that the end is at hand. That is what doom implies as a word. And like you, you like mumbling about how much you like weed is not that. Ripikulu's Musta Ceremonia demo is that to a T. There is a feeling of like complete and total, just an apocalyptic feel to this whole demo that's just like, 
oh, like this is what doom bands should be trying to to capture. This is the feeling that they should be trying to evoke, but they they don't. They don't like yeah. so. Uh, I hear you, and that's and that's what I did like about it, man. I, I, I yeah. definitely got that vibe from it. But uh, so you got one more on here, and uh, this one is Adramalic. Uh, Adr- I believe it's pronounced Adramalic. Okay, which I know it sounds like a medication. Yeah, like that's <laughs> the. <laughs> it sounds like a variation of the the word Dramamine, but no. Um, this is a. This is just kind of a little hidden finish gem that I figured I'd bring on. It's. It's not the most innovative and it's not the most amazing thing to ever come out of Finland, but you know, it is, it is definitely solid and it definitely deserves to be mentioned. Uh, a Dramalex Psychostasia album. It's like I said, it's it's not the most innovative thing to ever come out of the Finnish scene. But, you know, there's enough variation in song structure and there's enough creativity with melody and also to, to keep me interested. But also the interesting thing is about the vocals is that they're they're growled vocals, but they almost sound like they're being whispered at the same time. Yeah, they're mixed kind of low in there. Well, it's not it's they're mixed low, but it's also just like they they still sound like they're almost being whispered. I'm not exactly sure what causes that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was pretty into this one actually. I, I, the mid pace is what was kind of doing it for me, and uh, yeah, it, it had that kind of yeah mid pace crushing. You know, you can compare it to both or a little bit. Uh, I agree, not to, nothing too innovative, but at the same time, it did have that finished kind of atmosphere, murky production that um, pulled me in. But uh, what about you, Stan? Oh, this is the one that was. Uh, it's. It's right up there with Convulse now. I fucking love this album. And <laughs> nice. right, there with, right there with you, Stan. This is my gem of yeah. the picks that I listen to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just a solid, it's a solid album. And uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, the first time I heard this album was this last week, but it's not the first time I heard this band. So, you know, a couple years ago when I was in a Convulse mood, you know, I started, that's when I started checking out the Demolix and the, the other Finnish stuff. And this was on the list, but I l- listened to the Springer Recovery EP which is only two songs. 
and I thought mm-hmm. it was good, and it's it's a really good EP. But I mean, I never listened to this album till now, and I just fucking loved it. Yeah, dude, I seriously like this is the album that I like the most out of Demlik, the Slug of Thor, all the stu- stuff that I was told to listen to. Well, I guess aside from Convulse, because I didn't fucking listen to that. <laughs> but yeah, this 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 was the best. Nice. Yeah, I I could I could see that. I mean, it, it's quality, man. I liked it because it had a lot of variety to it, like it. It had some weird melody in there, but it wasn't like over the top. And uh, no. there are certain songs that really slow it down. I'm trying to think of the song that I really, really liked on it. Um, oh, the Book of the Worm. Like they, yeah, it almost yeah. has like some black metal vibes. Like it almost had like I, I, I felt like I was listening to some like immortal riffing at times, and I kind of <laughs> liked that. Like they really kind of varied each, yeah, each little. track a little, yeah, yeah. Good pick, dude. Yeah. That, that that one I had never heard of before, so I was I was stoked to to check out another new one. Yeah, no, uh, a Psychostasia has been like that's on my list of albums that I need to find a hard copy for. They've been on my radar for a while now. But also, um, just 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 a quick little mention here. There's two other albums that, that obviously we're not going to be able to really get into, but just like some quick suggestions. Everyone listening, go look up Demigod's uh, "Slumber of Sullen Eyes" album. That's another just astonishing piece of Amazing. Finnish death metal. Um, okay, so you're familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one of the ones oh. I checked out a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Good. It comes oh, up on man. every list when you think when you check out Finnish, you know. And rightfully so. Oh, yeah. It has every right to be there. And uh, another one that I feel doesn't get nearly the love it deserves because it is it is a little more on the strange side is uh, sentenced with the album North from here. Dude, it was the Everyone one. I- I was going to bring up, so I'm with you. Oh, man. North from here is so good. And so is Slumber of Sullen Eyes. Slumber of Sullen Eyes is essential. Absolutely essential. Like, you can't get anyone into Finnish death metal and not have them at least give that album a couple listens. Or Sentenced, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah, Sentenced, it was, that's another one that, man, it's not necessarily breaking new ground. I mean, it, the vocals kind of sound like Chuck Schuldiner and... They take a lot of things from other bands, but you cannot argue with it. Like, it's such a good fucking album. The grooves are just right. The riffs are great. I love the vocals. I mean, it's just really good quality stuff. Also, you you brought up Amorphous earlier, and I was kind of curious. What are the Amorphous albums that you tend to prefer? The Karelian Isthmus. Good one. Yes, I sir. fucking love that one. For me, it's a tie between Karelian Isthmus and Tales from the Thousand Lakes. I love Tales from the Thousand Lakes. Yeah, it's a good album, too. I mean, oh, it, so it'd be stupid. To, it'd be stupid to bring up Swedish death metal without talking about early amorphous. So mm-hmm. finish or fin. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting confused now. <laughs> it, it, it happens. It happens. Stan, you had been telling me to go back and listen to Corellian uh, Corellian when I was talking it's about primitive, a thousand lakes. It's raw. I mean, it's not. It's not what Tales is, but I, right. it's, I just love it. It's one of those albums, you know. I can't, I don't know why. I love it more than the other one. <laughs> well, I did. I went back and I went and listened to it before this episode because I, I really like uh, Tales a mm-hmm. lot. And it's I a was great like, album. I'm going to check it out. And uh, I really like it, man. It's got more. It's good, of, isn't uh, it? Yeah. It's because it's, Tales is not so much straightforward death metal. You know, it's already no. pretty far outside the realm. But Carillion, it's like, it, it's it's still within it, but there is a lot of melody and some and some progressive elements. But it's got this kind of like, almost battle vibe to it you know and like the warrior's tale Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just got a really cool unified sound throughout it I, i didn't expect it to be that good
Now, okay, so we're on the subject of this. Are you guys uh, familiar with, I think it's called abhorrence or abhorrence? Abhorrence. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you guys early, know that. Early shit right there. Yeah, that's the guitarist from Amorphous, his earlier shit. And that if you like the Karelian Isthmus, you got to listen to that shit because that's just even more raw and more death metal. You know, it's got that it's so amorphous that- feel to it, but it's fucking good. Because they only have, uh, what, like a couple demos out, yeah, don't they? Yeah, it's just a couple songs, really. But, I mean, yeah. it's weird, though, because Amor- I didn't know this, but Amorphous, and I never put two and two together, but they, they covered one of their songs, and they still play it live, even to, like, to the day. Really? They play it, yeah. Does he, does, does, because um, I know Amorphous has a different singer, like, yes, isn't the guy yeah. from Abhorrence, he's the guitarist, right, in Amorphous? No, the guitarist was the, the guitarist in the other band, too. So that you can but hear he do the, the vocals back in the He did, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He so was does like the he first... do the vocals when they play the cover. I don't know, actually. I don't know. Okay. I would sure. hope so. Yeah, because those vocals are fucking brutal. Have you guys listened to the new Amorphous album, The B, or yeah, like the Queen? I fucking brought it up a couple months ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did you? I, walk, um, <laughs> I sounded like Jason now. <laughs> the Queen of Time. That's what it's called. Yeah, well, we'll... I haven't listened to it. That's why I was wondering. Oh yeah, it's good. Maybe we'll get to it in a couple episodes. I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I liked it, but I don't get me wrong. I do like newer Morpheus. I think it's fine, but but I I can't compare it really to like the. No, there's no place for it on this discussion. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh. I'll, I'll be honest. The only like more recent Amorphous album that I give a fuck about is Tuonella. Like Tuonella has a couple of good songs on it that I really dig, but other than that, like I just I, I stick to the Karelian Isthmus and Tales from the Thousand Lakes and like occasionally Privilege of Evil. Yeah, that's solid really about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, I, get I it. mean, I was just gonna kind of transition into so you know we got into the death metal, but I mean there's a huge like so Finnish like they're kind of the melodic death metal scene. It's fucking yeah. huge nowadays. You know, they got yeah, some of the biggest right, bands. You, you can't just look at the old school death metal. I mean, no. they do kind of have their own melodic uh, scene as well. And I mean, and comparing it to, so we compared like Sweden and Finnish, you know, earlier, but like, I think Finnish is just way ahead of the game, you know, compared to some of the more, you know, modern Swedish bands and stuff. And I think they really took off in the melodic death metal, you know, oh, realm of you're things. saying like. Not nowadays. like the 90s, but like nowadays. Oh, nowadays. Oh, yeah. Look at it. I mean, they got the heavyweights of melodic death metal over there. So, like, who, what would you, like, who are you talking about? Oh, Insomnium. I mean, they're the greatest fucking band out there, I think, <laughs> you know, in that genre. But, you know, also the yeah. Moore's Princium. I don't know. I'm not going to try. Uh, Moore's, Moore's, Princi- uh, Moore's Principum S. I yeah. Think it is.
It's a good point because I know we were talking about on, a, on like an older episode or maybe it was a bonus episode about like whether or not melodic death metal is kind of dying out recently or we haven't been getting as much. But you look at a band like Insomnium, I mean, they put that album out last year and that was some fucking quality melodic death metal. So you're yeah, right. I know. It's, I mean, it's got my one month year old it. baby listening to it. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, even like uh, like Kalma, they're one of like my favorite melodic death metal bands. I mean, what the hell do they sound like? I keep seeing that name pop so up. I've never listened to them. They're, you know, are you familiar with Morris Princium Est? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I know, yeah. Shadi, you are. But okay, they're like that, but just think of less symphonic and more thrashier. Awesome. Oh. Yeah. That sounds oh, you say their name was again? Kalma. It's okay. uh, K A L M A H. But yeah, yeah one of my pretty favorite. good because I. I like Morris Prince of PM. I don't listen to them much, but I mean, they're quality, but I could do I, I something I agree, yeah. Pressure. It's not a band I'm going to turn on right away, but it's quality. Oh, it's you'll love so Kalma. If you just, if you like the, if you like the heaviness of that other band, you will like Kalma. But like, also like, I don't know, are you guys familiar with Wolfheart? I mean, they're fucking, you know, they're top of the melodic death metal scene too. I don't think I am. What album would be something oh, to check out? Winterborn's probably top 10 for sure. And it was that and was written is, when uh, there was just one dude. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was the debut. It was just his solo project. Now they turned into a band band, but oh, yeah. And this is uh, more melodic? Oh, yeah. It's just, it's a one-man show, and it's fucking awesome. Like, compared to Insomnium, or? Um, I, I, they're different. I mean, Insomnium, I mean, the thing with Insomnium, they, they keep that, they keep that raw finish. They have the elements that... W- that make the finished death metal good, like the doominess and the you know, the you aggressiveness the and sound. Yeah, but and they they bring that atmosphere, but then they put that melodic spin on it, and they just make some of the. I mean, some of the most beautiful shit I've ever heard is that band. I mean, it's beautiful. And then, I mean, obviously, the big one, Children of Bodom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows. But you can't deny, I mean, man, they've got some big bands, you know? I mean, Finland, uh, as far as the melodic stuff goes, yeah, they, especially they nowadays, that is really what they're producing quite a bit of. But yeah. I wanted to mention, too, I mean, if you look at like a label like Dark Descent, they're filled now with either bands that are sounding like, fin- like Finland death metal, like 90s stuff, or they also have new bands that are like pulling from 
like some of the bands we talked about. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there was, a, I know an album last year called uh, from a band called Crips that yes. sounds like it yeah. could have came out from the. Er- you listen to that, Stan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it came out in the early '90s or um, like Gorophilia. I don't know if that's how you say it. Uh, that was also Dark Descent from last year, and it, again, just sounds like it could have came out like right back then. So it's like it's making a resurgence. I feel like it's same as with every region for like the old school death metal, but that's why it's a cool time to like talk about it now because with this old school resurgence with death metal, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of bands are pulling from that Finnish sound, maybe because it's more untapped than the Swedish sound or the uh, you know U.S. sound. Well, let's let's also let's also be completely honest, like the Swedish sound has been fucking done to death. It has. Like, I am, I'll, I'll be totally honest, I am so fucking sick of it. Like, <laughs> like we get it, you you bought a Boss HM2, and you bought a 5150, and you think that's, you think the whole, the, the horde of bees sound is good. It's kind of not, but, you know. I'm still a sucker for it. I still, I still love <sighs> it, but it is I'm hard so too. tired. <laughs> yeah, there, I'm so I, I tired get it. of it. I get it. There's a, there's so many bands doing it, and sometimes when I click I click play, and I hear that, and it's like, oh, not another one. But when it's done good, it's still one of my favorite goddamn guitar tones. I mean, I can't deny it. See, I'm at the point now where I don't even think it sounds good, because like, especially when you compare it to the guitar tones of bands like Slugathor, who have an amazing guitar tone. Like, I'm I listen to Circle of Death, and I'm like. God, this is the kind of fucking guitar tone people should be going for, not that fucking HM2 shit. Like that's done. <laughs> like I want it. I'm like I want low end. I want this fucking, guy's so intense about Slugathor. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, Dude, I'm just a I'm just a fucking goofy autistic loser, and that's this is what I've latched. That's this is what I've latched onto. Hey, oh. hey, we're all having an extremely in depth conversation about Finnish death metal, so <laughs> we're all fucking in that category right now <laughs> oh god <laughs> having serious arguments over the guitar tone of old school death metal uh, i, sh- <laughs> I right, shouldn't I wanna... even be allowed in public frankly <laughs> <laughs> i uh i love the fucking swedish death metal tone i will defend it but i want to before we finish real quick uh, re- re- finish <laughs> <laughs> You feel good about that? Yeah, I do. You feel, you feel proud of that? I'm not. I usually don't come up with those quick, smart things. So uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. He's been waiting. He had that written down. He's been waiting. No, I did. It was episode. off the top of my head, right? Just right now. You and my on my co-host on my show, Frank, would get along really well because he yeah. he is just full of those fucking goofy ass dad joke quips. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> That's me well, now. he's a dad now. It comes <laughs> yeah. with the fucking territory. Yeah. Yeah, but go ahead, right. Jason. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, last question here. And, and I know this could come into, like, this could happen. This could be a whole episode debate, so I want to keep it quick. But you're going to pick one region. You're listening to only that region of death metal for the rest of your life. Are you going with... You could pick whichever one, but especially out of... Well, yeah, what region would you go with? Stan, you start us. Um, rest of your life, only that region. And we're talking old school death metal, you know. Can I go last? 80s, early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely What'd wouldn't be Florida. Definitely wouldn't be Florida. <sighs> Between New York, Swedish, and Finnish, that's pretty hard. <sighs> I think I would go. Oh man, I hate, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> I'd go Swedish. That's what I figured. I'm right there with you, Stan. I'm, I'm in Sweden as well, Sam. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, I would put Florida above um, New York and Sweden. I'll be totally honest. Okay. Uh, uh, and I say that because Morbid Angel exists, 
and albums mm-hmm. like albums like formulas fatal to the flesh and altars of madness and uh gateways to annihilation i would put above pretty much most swedish death metal period it's hard to argue that <laughs> yeah um because like I'll, I'll be i'll be honest like if i were to rank them finland florida new york sweden in that okay. order but you guys are if i were to go with, over uh we're skipping over uh uk though there, oh. That's a bunch of pussies. Uh, it's a hard no way. Straight Wait, pussies, dude. Dude, I'm what? about to almost make it number one just because of bolt thrower and carcass. You, I know, ahead. but you can, can, can those... do that. But yeah, that's <laughs> they have two albums con- compared to like hundreds from the other regions. Yeah. Maybe a okay. third from yeah. the UK. I'll wait, dude. We'll play the fucking what's it called music too. When the Jeopardy music when you're typing in your answer. Okay, well we could. I guess we could to a degree. We could count my dying bride. Even though they're closer to Doom than they are right. anything else, yeah, more Doom. Oh, so what's your pick, though? What's your pick? Okay, again, yeah, okay, okay. Because Bolt Thrower, dude, is just one of my fucking favorites. Yeah, but yeah, dude. I have for me, I have it's every between, album it, they've ever recorded except their debut. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. I mean, I could go to a desert island. Just I could take their discography and probably be pretty happy. So, but you but, can't. You can't pick UK. So, what are you picking? Honestly, I think I'm. Ooh, man, I think I'd probably go with the. Uh, with Florida, man, just because I can take Death and Morbid Angel with me, not to mention those early DSI and Cannibal albums, I pretty I'd be a pretty happy man on Desert Island with that. I'd be I'd be depressed not being able to ever listen to Entombed or um, that's what I remember again. That's what but, I was going from. But uh, if you're, you're so you're saying you get a Desert Island, you're just taking death metal picks, or does that include everything death related from no, that region? No, I'm talking. I'm kind of, since we kind of focus more on like the old school, just death metal sound, I'm just kind of okay. focusing on that. If we were going outside of that, I'd pick then finish I'd go for sure. Because I'd love to take, I'd love to take the Gothenburg albums with me too. Oh, see, no, I take finish over that any day. Ah, yeah. okay. Just because yeah. of the melodic stuff. Yeah. Okay. I like that train of thought. Yeah. So it's you're saying just like. subject. Yeah. You're right. It's, related, our, though, it's yeah. another episode. I know. Yeah. We could go all day <laughs> on that. We probably should wrap it up. <laughs> All right, Sam, appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, if you guys like what the what the hell Sam's uh, talking about, head over to From the Pit and uh, check out some other episodes. Yeah, hit up uh, hit up fthepit.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at From the Pit. Yeah, if you like listening, sitting here and listening to me like yell about Finnish death metal <laughs> and just act like a complete <laughs> asshole. You know, yeah, you can you can go listen to me do it with my buddies from New Jersey. You got to respect the passion. <laughs> no, it's like you hear this, someone this, yell that passionate about Slugathur. You got to respect that. Yeah, see, this, well, just extreme music in general is like one of my great passions in life. And, you know, just honestly, just like being asked to like guest on another show to me is like huge. Like it, it the fact that I'm here like talking to you guys about this stuff honestly means more than you might expect. Mm-hmm. from one metalhead to another it's hard to find people who are as passionate about this shit as we are so that's right we 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 enjoyed having you on and we sensed your enthusiasm (laughs) yeah Uh, there's there's a lot uh, of that (laughs) all right well uh yeah well Stan, you do it. You're first <laughs> I'm just episode guest today. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, do it, Stan. <laughs> All right, I guess it's another episode in the combine. Uh, and head over to the Patreon and support us. You know, for the price of a a meal a year, you can uh, support some good ass <laughs> dudes. You you know, get on a guest spot. You might even get an intro song or something written for you. I don't know, but uh, check it out. But uh, another episode in the combine. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Jason. I'm Shadi. And I'm Sam. You guys stay metal. 